Hello there, it's Catherine and welcome to The Addicted Austinite, your one-stop podcast for all things Jane Austen. In this week's episode, Jane moves into the house at Chaution, which is now home to the Jane Austen House Museum, and we finally get to see some of Jane's work published. So last week we found out what happens to an unmarried daughter when her father dies and in a word that was chaos. We saw as Jane, her sister, her mother and the family friend Martha Lloyd moved around from place to place once living in Bath got too expensive. They were finally able to settle in Southampton with Frank Austin, the sixth Austin child, but that wasn't really a long-term solution for the ladies. And eventually they were saved by Edward Austin, the third brother, who in 1808-1809 offered them a cottage that was in his possession called Chawton. So by 1809, the ladies had moved into Chawton Cottage and by all accounts, they really liked it there. It was in Hampshire and it was very close to Steventon, where they had lived before, and also Alton, where Mr. Austin had also had a small parish. If I'm not mistaken, there's a lovely walk that you can do that actually follows that route, which is really nice. But the best thing about Chawton, for Jane at least, was that she was finally able to settle down. She could stop. She had somewhere stable where she had peace and quiet and she could carry on with her writing at last. And that is just what she did. In 1811, two years or so after moving into Chawton, Jane publishes Sense and Sensibility. Now, if you remember back a few episodes um, to Jane's life in Steventon, she did try to get Pride and Prejudice published earlier, but unfortunately it was unsuccessful. And she also tried to get Northanger Abbey published as well, uh, but that didn't work out either. Um, so when Sense and Sensibility succeeds <laughs> to be published, this is the first of her work that is finally put into print. As you may or, or may not know, uh, during her lifetime, Jane never actually put her name on her books. Um, that wasn't done until, sadly, after she died. Um, we're not entirely sure why she wanted to keep her name off of them. Um, there are lots and lots of different theories, uh, but all we know for certain is that she didn't put her name on them. Um, when she published Sense and Sensibility, this was published by A. Lady, which uh, is where I get the name for this group of episodes about Jane's life. All of her subsequent novels were then authored by the author of the previous novel. Uh, so the next one would be by the author of Sense and Sensibility and so on. When it was first published, uh, Sense and Sensibility was pretty successful. Um, people liked it. The critics were favourable in their reviews. Uh, Jane did actually, she loved to keep letters from her family and friends that she'd sent her novels to uh, so that she could keep 
all of their criticisms and all of their critiques of her novels, which is just <laughs> really lovely. Um, but with that success, Jane was really encouraged and she went on a writing and publishing spree. After publishing Sense of Sensibility in 1811, it wasn't long before the rest of her works were being written and published. Uh, the next book in the line was Pride and Prejudice. Now that was published in 1813 and went with even more success than Sense and Sensibility. Everybody absolutely loved it. Unfortunately, Jane didn't get a lot of the money that Pride and Prejudice made. Publishing worked a little bit differently. Uh, back in the day. And what had happened, Jane had effectively given the publishers the copyright for Pride and Prejudice. So she only got the initial amount of money that the publishers gave her for the work in the first place. She didn't get any um, money from sales or anything like that, uh, which she would bear in mind when she published later works. Now, at the time that she is publishing Sense and Sensibility and getting Pride and Prejudice ready to go, she is also writing Mansfield Park, which she then publishes in 1814. Now, Mansfield Park, it didn't do quite as well. Um, if you've read it, you'll know it's actually a little bit different to the rest of Jane's novels. Um, a lot of people don't like it or... I don't think it's anybody's favourite, <laughs> let's put it that way. Um, personally, I think it's a, a good novel, but I, I can understand why a lot of people don't think so. Um, so it didn't do quite as well, but Jane wasn't discouraged. and She kept going, and in 1815, the next year, she publishes Emma as well. And Emma is an interesting one, because up until this point, Jane hadn't really dedicated her books to anybody. Um, but when she was writing Emma and getting it ready to publish, she was approached uh, by George Stanier Clark, who was the librarian for Prince George, the Prince Regent, who would go on to become George IV. And he claimed, at least, that Prince George absolutely loved Jane's works. And the rumour has it that he had one of her books, each one of her books in each one of his houses, basically. And Mr. Clark asked Jane to dedicate Emma to the Prince Regent. Now, as you can imagine, I, th I think I've mentioned it before, actually, um, a few episodes back, but um, George wasn't very popular with the British public and certainly not with Jane. And Jane was not happy about having to dedicate this book to him. Uh, so <laughs> she did it in a, in a sort of roundabout way. Begrudgingly, she went, oh, well, OK, then. It wasn't exactly a suggestion or a request. It was, you will do it, but I'm making it look like you have a choice. And the dedication reads like this. She says... To His Royal Highness, the Prince Regent, this work is, by His Royal Highness's permission, most respectfully dedicated by His Royal Highness's dutiful and obedient humble servants. That, I think, is one of the most unenthusiastic 
dedications I have ever seen in a novel. Um, but like I said, Jane did not like George at all. He spent everybody's money in Britain and he was vainglorious and he only seemed to care about fashion and leisure and not a lot with running the country. And, and as much as it was a pain to Jane to have to dedicate the novel to him, I think it is absolutely wonderful that it was Emma that gets dedicated to him. It's the, the story of the wealthy child with too much money and too much free time who's completely clueless to what the people around them want. Um, so it's a bit on the nose, shall we say, though I suspect that George never saw it that way. Unfortunately, Emma was the last of Jane's novels to be published in her lifetime, but it wasn't the last that she wrote. Um, at this time, she got Northanger Abbey back. Um, she hadn't been able to get it back from the publishers because they were demanding the £10 that they gave to her in the first place for it. And it wasn't until that they got to Chawton and got settled that they were able to give that money back. Um, so she gets Northanger Abbey back. She starts redoing that. Originally, Catherine Morland was called Susan, but there was recently a novel that had come out with a character called Susan as well, so Jane decided to change it. And while she was doing that, she also writes Persuasion, uh, which at the time she titled The Elliot. Uh, it was given its name after Jane died when her family published it. And Persuasion was the last full novel that Jane wrote, but also while she was living in Chawton. Jane starts a work called Sanditon, um, which sadly she never completes. I think they're actually turning it into a TV show at the moment. I saw in the news uh, a few weeks ago that they were doing some filming, which is really exciting. Sanditon is, is a wonderful story in all of its uncompleted glory. And I think it's a nice break from all the Pride and Prejudice readers that they seem to be doing. <laughs> now, I think that Jane would have been quite happy to spend the rest of her life at Chawton, writing novels, publishing novels. Um, it was the perfect life for an author. But sadly, that, that's not how things worked out. And Jane got very, very sick. And had to leave Chawton, and that is where we will join her next week. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, as ever, leave comments, reviews, share it, like it, etc, etc. You can tweet me um, at Kath Price Author, and I also have a new Facebook profile uh, for myself and for the show, uh, Catherine Price, author, uh, The Addicted Austinite, where I will be talking about the podcast and Jane Austen and also my adventures in novel writing and publishing myself, which is pretty exciting. So if you want to uh, friend me, you can get all of that information and that gossip and we can chat about Jane Austen and what we love about her. Uh, so I really look forward to that. Um, 
yeah so i hope you've enjoyed this episode and i hope you'll join me next week um when we sadly come to the end of jane's life Uh, until then i will see you next time and happy reading your faithful servant the author